Welcome to the first episode of Market Minute Podcast with Nick Raber, where I interview small business owners here in Holmes County, Ohio. Get ready, sit back, grab some snacks, and enjoy the show. Okay, I'm here with Carson Miller of Sun Valley Auto here in Walnut Creek, Ohio. Uh, as an introduction, just describe what your role in the business and what your shop does. Well, uh, as the owner of the business, I have to be here every day. I'm usually here before everyone else. I leave after everyone else. Uh, I fill in the gaps. Like if we have somebody that's not here, I can do pretty much everybody's job that's okay. here. Uh, so I kind of I, I, I do all the ins and the outs of everything. And uh, when we do vehicle sales or anything like that, I'm the only one that does anything with those. And if there's any high-level diagnostic work on vehicles, I'm usually the one that gets to be a part of that. Okay. Uh, have you always enjoyed mechanic work from as a kid? To I'd say, yeah, uh, from when I was little all the way up through. I mean, little remote control cars and stuff, I'd always turn them apart. No, same, yeah. Figure out other ways to make them better and whatnot. Uh, there was uh, one time I'd specifically in my mind when I was... Uh, Probably about junior high age, I was actually at the Newtown Mall, and there was a, I want to say, 67, 68 Mustang, uh, really loud exhaust, and just kind of rumbled past, and it just, I was hooked. And okay. That's, that's like what I go back cool. to in my mind, that really, I was really hooked at that point, and uh, yeah, just okay. kept going with it. Sweet. Okay, can you go into a little bit? more detail of the founding of the business. Uh, when when was it founded? How that all went? Uh, started the business back in 2012. It was just, I mean, I, I, I was already married, so my wife was very helpful in the, in the back end uh, with the accounting and everything that went along with it. When we initially wanted to start up, I didn't have a really good place to start up. Uh, I had to rent some space off of my dad on his family farm it was rough. Uh, okay. I had to pour some new concrete just so we could put a lift up, and I was only allowed to use one bay at the time. Okay. From there, uh, I just kind of slowly expanded. The building actually had three bays, but was pretty unusable for the most part. But I expanded to two bays and uh, used the other bay for a little kind of makeshift office. It was all open, though. It was pretty rough. And, uh, yeah, getting financed to even buy the basic tools and equipment we needed to buy a lift. Uh, we, at that time, we were using a brake lathe and some other stuff. It was, oh, it was about $10,000 worth of stuff, which looking at, I mean, that number now is drops in the bucket compared to what we have in the equipment now. Yeah. But at the time, even getting finance for that was near impossible. Well, the bank was, oh, you haven't been in business for three years. We're not going to give you any money. It's basically mm-hmm. how they look yeah. at it. So that was a bit of a struggle, but eventually, I mean, it was just a, it was a personal loan that, worked out. Uh, got some equipment, put it all up, and started working. I noticed in your name it's uh, LLC, Limited Liability Company. Are there any advantages to being one of those? Well, most banks will require it, and also insurance companies. Uh, it separates you personally from the business. It makes the business like its own entity or almost its own person. Okay. Uh, so it does it, it, it provides a little bit of protection that way but at the same time anytime you've gotten a business loan or something like that from a bank we are still signing 
personally for that loan as well. So say a business fails or something would happen, we still have to pay that loan back personally, typically. So, I mean, there are advantages, but, and most banks and sub will require you to have it anyway, but for the most part, it's all just legal and accounting. Uh, and honestly, my accountant would have to explain what, yeah. if there's other benefits to it that I, I don't know about. Okay. Uh, kind of shifting gears here. Mm-hmm. Do you have a motto or phrase that you like to run your business by? Like, uh, are there is there a certain moral something that, yeah. I've been trying to figure that one out for probably about eight years now. Okay. <laughs> uh, trying to come up with a perfect motto that really explains it and uh, what we actually do. But I, I, I just like to say that everything that I've built, I've done it through honesty, integrity, and hard work. Okay. And that's what we strive for. Always being up front with everybody and very open, clear, transparent, everything we do. Okay. Uh, how much do you believe in advertising your business? Do you yeah. have signs posted? We, we, we do a lot of Facebook advertising. We have two websites and we did, we run ads in the local paper. And if there's any like local high school sporting events, stuff like that, we'll usually run an ad on the radio. Okay. Uh, the best advertisement that you can do is to make a good, happy customer that is going to go and talk mm-hmm. for you. That's, that's the great. absolute yeah. best advertising you can have. So that's what we strive for. Uh, okay, this you can't answer this, but how do you feel your business can reach out in the community around them? Would it be the honest work that, that like you were saying? happy customers kind of but there's other things that uh that we've actually been trying to to get into a little bit to get into the community a little bit more uh one of the things that COVID put a stop to a lot of it we were part of uh, out at highland they did a career day where we went i I spoke to students all day and uh, met with a bunch of them to talk about different things and we do kind of like we are right now (laughs) and then another thing that we would like to do uh, here in the near future is to like some basic car care clinics, uh, one for women, one for, you know, young people like your age, you know, how to change your oil, how to change a tire, how to do just basic things okay. in your vehicle, just something for you, totally free, you know, just have people come over and, uh, learn basics about cars. Okay. Uh, what is a key trait you like to see when hiring a new employee? Um, obviously, the honesty and integrity are huge to us. Uh, that goes without saying. But the best thing that a new employee can do for me is to have that happy-go-lucky attitude and willingness to do whatever job we throw at. Okay. Great. Uh, do you see the mechanic business continue to grow with the introduction of electric vehicles? How do you see that affecting your business? I, I don't know if I... The, the way to describe it, it's really impossible to say. Yeah. But uh, is it going to grow or is it going to kind of evolve? Yeah. A lot of the old school uh, shops that are scared of the electrical stuff just aren't going to make it. But I mean, that's years down the road mm-hmm. 15, 20 years at least. It's really hard to say. But uh, we are specifically targeting some of the EV stuff and hybrid vehicles, okay. trying to get some training under our belt. Uh, trying to understand them. We own a uh, uh, full electric vehicle and a, a Chevy Colt as well. It's a hybrid. Uh, trying to get ahead of that curve a little bit, trying yeah. to understand them and 
so we don't get blindsided. You know, okay. When, when the cars start driving themselves in the mechanic shop, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's probably coming. Yeah. Uh, along with that, you say you're on your website, you're a fully digital shop. Uh, is that how kind of what you mean by that? Uh, uh, do you, you do a lot of electrical work, or we do do a lot of electrical work. But what that means, the the digital shop and digital inspections are uh, something that we do for the transparency, honesty, and integrity part for the customers. Every time a vehicle comes in, anything that we do, we do a full inspection on every vehicle that comes in, even if it's in for like a headlight replacement. We'll put it up on the lift. We check all the suspension and check all the underneath for oil leaks, coolant leaks, whatever you can find. We take pictures and video of everything we have. Every technician has a, uh, a tablet, an iPad, uh, that's got a program set up on it with an inspection that I put together. And uh, it's through a company called AutoVital, so I, don't, okay. I didn't write the programming myself, but it's a customized inspection that we basically built. And they go through the vehicle uh, and just document every little thing about it that they can and that's every single time it comes in so you can see how your vehicle wears over time and how things go also saves a ton of paper because they don't have paper repair orders or anything like that okay it's that's all. great um do you have any future plans for the shop are you looking to expand i recently you guys well i don't know if it was recently but you guys started selling vehicles mm -hmm. that started uh Last fall, we okay. brought on the vehicle sales, mostly because of COVID, actually. It's something I had kind of wanted to do at one point, and it kind of put on hold because I didn't really like the selling vehicles part. Usually when people are buying a vehicle, they're not the best person to deal with. Everybody's mean <laughs> yeah. when they're buying a vehicle for some reason. I don't know why that is, but I think they got to get the best deal. But uh, I've gotten over that, and uh, I really love searching for vehicles and buying vehicles. It's really... Uh, Kind of passionate about it so okay uh that's something that's kind of been really fun for me but we, we added it in because of covid because if we get slow with work for the shop we have used vehicles here as filler work so the okay. technicians can stay busy they don't have to go home uh, yeah luckily during covid we didn't run out of work we didn't have to send them home we were able to stay just busy enough to keep them here the whole time uh, okay. we did some building maintenance and stuff but uh in the future we would like to have a bigger building we don't necessarily need more people but a bigger building that we can spread out a little bit more and just have more space to do the work okay. we want to do uh and uh i'd like a car wash detailing maybe of some sort oh, that would be, be very nice to have yeah so that's my future plans within the next five to ten years okay I'd like about another double the size of the shop space and add a detailing car wash right okay uh just kind of to wrap it up, any advice for a new business owner that you would like to, yeah, give them? Well, for me, it was three to five years of not knowing for sure if everything was going to work out and just really late nights, a lot of work. Okay. Eventually, we got to a point where I feel like, I mean, yeah, any, any business can fail, but I feel like... It's a lot harder for us to fail at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It, it took a long time to get there, but I feel like we're finally there. Okay. And, uh, the biggest thing is don't be afraid to let let go of some of the control. Okay. You have to let when, when you're hiring people, you're mm -hmm. always. I, I always felt like 
they're not going to do it as good as I did it or something like that. Well, one of the keys there was finding people that are actually better at certain things than I am. Okay. Letting them excel at their own skills. Yeah. Okay. It's really hard to do, but they're out there. <laughs> it's great. Okay. Uh, and then last question, what can I do in high school to prepare myself to st- if I'd want to start a business in life? And along with that, do you, do you think that a higher education is necessary for mechanic work? Uh, higher education goes a long, long way with uh, mechanic work. There's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, after high school schools, I think. What you call them, tech schools, of yeah. course. But uh, Stark up in Kent would be a prime example. They are teaching all of the latest and greatest technology stuff. And I would highly recommend anybody that wants to get into this field to go to a place like that. Uh, there's them, Northwestern out in Lima. That's where I went. Uh, there's one up in Cleveland. Highly recommend it. Uh, biggest thing I'd recommend if you want to get into a business like this one, start saving your money. Okay. And start collecting tools. Okay. Uh, I think that's all the time I have for today. So thanks for being on this podcast with us. And Not a problem. Yeah. Any other questions, get a hold of me. Okay, sure. Thank you.